This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, team. Good morning, Jordan and Stacy. Wow, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Okay. Yeah, that was off. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey. Hi. This is much different than yesterday. Yesterday, some was, I had a funk. I don't know if it was mercury in retrograde. I don't know if I uh, just wasn't feeling that well, but I just had one of those days. And I saw, because I posted on it, I posted about it on uh, Instagram. Saw a lot of other people also having that problem. Mm-hmm. Perhaps it was the it was a really nice weekend, and then it just rained. Rained on our parade. So Mercury is no longer retrograding. Correct. And so uh, I, I, I I needed to get out of that funk yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did a couple things. First off, there's this book called The War of Art. Have you heard of it? I've heard of the art of war. Is this no, different? It's very different. Um, it's by Stephen Prescott. Basically, he's he's this book is what you listen to when you forget why you do what you do. You know, oh. like when you need inspiration because mm-hmm. he kicks you right in the ass. Ooh. He's just like, hey, if you're not doing this, then someone else would be. And what would they be saying? And blah blah blah. So uh, it's a good book to listen to um, if you're just feeling down in the dumps and like lost your creativity for a day. So that's kind of how I felt yesterday, but. Um, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. All right. You excited, Stacy? <laughs> I could not be more excited right now. You don't sound excited at all. No. Is that because your headphones are broken? Yeah, and I'm having to hold it like I'm about <laughs> to drop this, the f- most ridiculous rap album. Buzzfam. I forgot to tape them this weekend. On Thursday, like the last thing that we did, Stace puts her headphones on and you hear snap. <laughs> Ooh. It's because she had to get it over the crown. That's true, I did. I got cocky. That's when I... Karma, you know? Is that really because of the crown for Forgotten Bangers? Yeah, because I, I like, had to pull them apart a little bit. To, yeah. <laughs> That's karma. <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends. 6 to 9 on 96.5 The Buzz. Stace, you've met my parents, which yes. is wild. <laughs> they never, ever come to where I live, so it's crazy that you've met them. Um, well, my mom has a new favorite child. Who's new? That? Not me. Not my brother. Oh. Chris. What? Why? Remember yesterday when we were doing This Day in History? And yeah. you beeped out the year of her birth? Yeah, because I wasn't <laughs> going to do that. Well, Wait, was yesterday her birthday? It yeah. was. <gasps> we don't know how what year she was born, though, because every time I try to say the year... The computer would bleep it out. So I don't know what happened. Mm, your nose is so brown. Mm-hmm. So brown. <laughs> oh, I, I've heard the stories of how loving and caring your mother is. 
So I just wanted to make sure I was on her good side. It's not her birthday anymore, so I can speak the truth about her as mm-hmm. opposed to it being the 24 hours that it is her birthday. And I would only say um, nice things. But, yeah, I got on the phone with her yesterday, and uh, she was just like, how are you doing? And I just vented. Because I was having one of those days, right? Mm-hmm. Just vented, vent, 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 vent. And then I was like, oh, yeah, happy birthday. Oh, my God. So full. Music. World. Local. And unofficial holidays. We're digging deep into history. Because we're all a bunch of nerds. And bringing you on This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends. We're going to start off with the controversy right from the beginning. Yeah, Christopher, we are. tell us what happened on this day in 2003. The Dixie Chicks in London sparked controversy with this statement. We're ashamed the President of the United States is from Texas. We're ashamed the President is from Texas. Whoo! That went on for so long. I watched the Katie Keurig interview. You would have thought they tried to assassinate the President. Right. Even though he was not in fair standings when the Dixie Chicks said that, still, people got pissed. And it took them a decade or more to kind of deal with and get over that whole Mm -hmm. situation. It's crazy. The the things that you can say, (laughs) your opinion in these damn microphones, (laughs) that you can't live live on for like a year or ten. Which is a bummer because now it's just totally normal. It's uh, weird if you say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll I say that what they did is so tame compared to what's today. Right. It, it, compared to what our president is tweeting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's keep going. On this day in 1997, uh, this premieres Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I never was a fan. I only got watched a single episode. Sarah Michelle Geller. In Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Was she one of your first crushes? Let's just move on. Also on this day in 1997, the Palm Pilot is released, helping business people all over the world. Here's one of their first commercials. Oh, man. Look, you know, I've got to get to the airport. Oh, well, you know, we could check your flight from here. You're not going to be able to. Yeah, you are. Three hours delayed. We can still play. Do you guys ever have that rich kid in your school that had the tech that they shouldn't because they were kids? Yeah, it was the doctor's daughter. I thought it was BU, honestly. No, I I never had any new stuff in high school. Really? Because I can totally picture you as like a little kid running around, still also as tall as a giraffe, Mm -hmm. with your Palm Pilot taking notes and putting them in your Palm Pilot. To be fair, in third grade, I had a play Palm Pilot that I pretended was real and pretended I was cool. That must be where I'm getting it from. Yeah. Yeah. But I can totally see you as that kid. Mm -hmm. On this day in 1991, Mookie Blaylock goes on the radio to announce they're changing their name to Pearl Jam. Good move. (laughs) Great move. On this day in 1986, those Wrigley seven packs of gum Go from a quarter to 30 cents, and I found my favorite commercial for y'all to listen to. Wow. Love it. I haven't heard that commercial since 1980 something. 
Big Red was my nickname in high school. Uh. Oh. No? Uh. Oh, man, that commercial was a banger. It was. <laughs> Every single flavor had their own jingle. Remember the double, the mint, double pleasure double and the experiment p- with the sailor? Oh, my God. Uh. You know what? What? I might. We might have to hear those. Please. Jingles. Okay. On this. Uh, this is what we're talking about before the commercials on this day in 1975. Dog spectacles are patented in England because dogs have bad vision. Okay. I did some research on this because I figured that's where everyone was going to leave it. They strap on the dog's head like goggles. That's mm-hmm. how they stay on. Um, and they're for sun protection. Not for reading. Oh, for UV <laughs> rays. Yes. Dog spectacles were so that your little puppy didn't burn out their little irises. Oh. And I suppose maybe riding in the car, the wind protection? Yeah. Oh. And then maybe get that awful tan line, too, that you get when you wear your sunglasses yeah. too long in the sun. I don't think it'd be I think it'd be hilarious to see a dog with glasses reading. I'm surprised that we don't see that at Barquet more. Truthfully. The spectacles? Dog spectacles, yeah. yeah. Protect their little eyes. Mm-hmm. On this day in 1992, the U.S. Court of Appeals rules that Thomas Edison did not invent the movie camera. 1902. What'd I say? 92. <laughs> 1902. <laughs> yes. Hey, so that guy just isn't as great as, ever, as history tries to make him out He's to be. He's a thief. Mm-hmm. And on this day in 1891... Almond Strogar patents a switch that leads to the automation of telephone switching, which is a very complicated machinery that he invented. Yeah. Can you explain a little more, Jordan? Well, first off, the dude Almond Strogar uh, lived in Topeka, so phones and helping all of that with the switchboards uh, came from somebody from Kansas. Ooh. Yeah. Also, he was an undertaker mm-hmm. on the side, which is... Just putting your hands in dead bodies and doing all that stuff. And you're like, you know what? I think I can invent, basically, a switchboard. But the thing is, the thing that he invented is when you watch those old films of people making phone calls. Mm-hmm. And then there's the person in the middle that has to plug the stuff into the bottom. And the top, it's like Battleship, kind of. Yeah. That is what they made. Is the, That is what Almond Strong... Not sure how you go to embalming bodies to creating telephone automation lines. But... I, figure, well, I figure your mind wanders a little bit. Hopefully. That's true. On this day in 1876, the first telephone call is made. It's between Alexander Graham Bell and his assistant. And the first voice call went, Mr. Watson, come here. I want to see you. And he heard every single word. Could I get that in a British accent, please? I'll try. Yes. Mr. Watson, come here. I want to see you. Uh, Irish. Mr. Watson, come here. I want to see you. Yeah, I'm Scottish a little bit. All right. Nice job, Chris. Well, thank you. On this day in 1804 in local history, the Louisiana Purchase is finalized in a ceremony in St. Louis. Okay. $15 million. Mm-hmm. We paid France. Yeah, they own the land, right? Yeah, but like, we paid France $15 million for the Louisiana Purchase. Why are we not paying Native Americans? It was their land. True. Was it France? Like Monopoly. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> Don't own this. Mm. <laughs> God, we were awful. We are terrible people. All right, please tell us about the unofficial holidays. Maybe of that'll pep us up. Of course. It is, which I'm sure you two have to do quite often now. Pack your lunch day. You need to eat healthier, 
and save a dollar. Did you guys, did either of you have to pack your lunch when you went to school or did they have like the hot meals or whatever that we you had the had? hot meals, yeah. Uh, yes. Um, did you not? Maybe we were too poor. They had us reduced in free lunches. Yeah, still. Maybe I got the same ham sandwich every single day for 12 years. Ah, <laughs> oh, and it's also fill our staplers day because you know how frustrating it is to staple something only to run out of staples? So this day is to remind you to fill the staples, the stapler, before it's empty. We have Stapler Awareness Day. Stace is just shaking her head in disgust right now. And a favorite day of mine, it is Bagpipe Day. The first Bagpipe Day was in 2012, and any excuse to play the bagpipes on the radio... singing. I have no idea. Oh my god, I, I gotta hit this button. Thank you for that though. You never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was On This Day in History with Jordan Silver and friends on the bus. Checking in with the text line 96500. A couple things from our This Day in History. First off, someone, and I know I was thinking of this person when you said it, but uh, they said we should do a Forgotten Bangers jingle edition. Oh, yes. Oh, there's so many good jingles out there. But you'd have to pick one. How? I don't know. I think, I think we'd have to do like an elimination, like a March Madness playlist Ooh, is what we need to do. There we go with jingles. Mm-hmm. Genius. I think we just have a whole show right there. Boom. Wow. Yeah. That I haven't heard that big red one in a minute. Mm-hmm. What other jingles get stuck in your head? Mentos. Mm-hmm. The Fresh Maker. Mm-hmm. Some carpet, what? local carpet cleaner commercial. <laughs> um, oh. The Stanley Steamer. It's, it's carpet, carpet cleaner. cleaner. <laughs> Stanley Steamer. Oh. What's that? Oh, crap. Now it's going to bug me. Yes. The, when you start thinking about jingles, I think that it's one of those where you're like, ah, oh, damn it. I'm not going to be able to remember this except for when I'm taking a shower alone at midnight tonight. Give me a break. Um, Give cat. me a break. Yep. Break me off a piece of that fancy feast. Ew. <gasps> and then, of course... All right, all right. This is what we're doing on the radio. Also, somebody texted in uh, that Thomas Edison is totally a jerk. Mm-hmm. Right? We know this. I have been on that train for so long. Really? Yes. Okay. Does the train Every pull into Thomas, Union Station? It does. <laughs> Every time Edison is mentioned, I am always like, F that guy. If the internet would have been around 100 years ago, he would have been exposed and canceled quicker than people do today. Mm. I could see that. I could see a lot of angry um, Facebook statuses about him. So many memes. Also, someone else said Sarah Michelle Gellar is a 100 out of 10. I completely (laughs) agree. She's that cute little girl next door. We'll stab you in the heart because she's a vampire slayer. That's not cute to you guys? But if she's slaying you in the heart, then you're a vampire, right? Doesn't matter. She's still slaying you. (laughs) No? What? Would you like to be slayed by Michelle? Sarah Michelle Geller. 1997 Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller. What is she doing that? now? I don't know. Didn't she have kids with Ryan Phillippe or Yeah. yeah right? Or wait, was that Reese Witherspoon? Oh, no. No, I'm cutting out of this. Jordan Silver on the bus. There's a sign in the ladies' restroom here now that has just gone up, and it says, be kind, wash your hands. Oh, that's nice. Is that an act of kindness? <laughs> no, it's probably some bitchy. Person that works there. I don't want to get coronavirus from these gross radio people. 
I can totally see someone doing that. But, I mean, if you're the kind of person that's not washing your hands in the bathroom, you think some stupid little sign right. is going to make you start washing them? No. You, you need a camera. A camera. Or a bathroom attendant? Or a bathroom attendant. Yeah. Yeah. Pressure them. Peer pressure them into washing their hands. For real. Because, I mean, everything. We've got news coming up in just a couple minutes, and, and Chrissy was saying everything is basically canceled now. Yeah. If you have tickets to a show this year, it's probably canceled. Because of uh, coronavirus. But it's funny, when my mom and I were talking yesterday, she's like, oh, no, you got to be really nice to Jeremy this week. And I was like, why? And she's like, because they just canceled her week in bed. That's what she does. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. It is March 10th, and it is a day to get your vote on. Chris, tell us all about that. Yes, Buzz family, please. The presidential preference primary election is today, and we are voting to tell them who we would like for our preferred presidential candidate. The polling stations are open until 7 p.m. We got a text in from someone that said, how do you run out of Democratic ballots by 6.15 a.m.? Oh. What? Yeah, I don't know where. They didn't say where, but (laughs) ooh, damn. All right, what else is going on? Uh, Jimmy Eat World. They're gearing up for an epic summer run under the Criminal Energy Tour. They're coming to Kansas City August 29th at the Midland. The front and bottoms will open for them, and tickets go on sale March 13th. That's Friday. Friday the 13th at 10 a.m. Oof. All right. What else is going on news-wise? I know some of you still have those old green Army Men toys, and I know some of you still play with them. Well, now we are getting some new green Army figurines. And this time, they're going to be female. 15 new characters, and they should be ready by the holidays. That's amazing. Wow. One of them's going to be a dog. What? Oh. 15 new... One of the characters is going to be one of the dog, hand- a dog and its handler. Oh, all right. Do they have those in war? I don't know. They, for sniffing reasons, perhaps? Okay, got it. I thank, don't know. Anybody that's listening, thank you for your service. <laughs> that's how you... Thank you very much. What else is going on? There's an arena in Independence called the Silverstein or the Silverstein Arena. Mm-hmm. Eyes Center. People don't really know. Yes. Well, it's now like- it doesn't matter. Because starting March 31st, it's now the Cable Dahmer Arena. Oh, my. There should be much less confusion. They've bought the naming rights to that center. Cable Dahmer Arena? Yep. Cable Dahmer. Oh, damn. Sandstone. Providence. <laughs> Follow the show. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I. I joined this Facebook group called Midwest versus Everybody. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So I could learn more about the stereotypes and everything that I'm not 100% getting in my fact that I've only been here for like a year and a half. And one thing that was posted and liked a lot was this quote it's prime shorts and hoodie weather this is a sacred time for midwesterners mm, yeah what do you guys think about that is love it? it yeah tomorrow's gonna be 68 degrees i think that might be the first day i can wear my sandals and shorts Ugh. Oh. it says shorts and hoodies not sandals chris well i'm gonna add sandals to it oh i'll wear a hoodie too um am i wrong in this Aren't those two different weathers? No! Shorts and then hoodies. Well, yeah, Because when you wear shorts, it's a little warm, Mm -hmm. right? When you wear a hoodie, it's a little breezy, a little chilly, so you need a hoodie. See, I like to wear, I don't like wearing just t-shirts, so I'd rather wear a hoodie. I wear it warmer on top than on the bottom with, like, long pants. 
Yeah, you know I what I'm need, saying? I need my core and arms warm, yeah. but my legs need to be free. My feet don't even get cold in the middle of the winter. So, oh, Do you wear you. socks normally during no, the winter? You know I don't. Neither do I. Yes, non-sock wear. We're disgusting. Yeah, we are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you wear socks in the winter? I wear socks all the time. Ew. Ew, you. Ew. <laughs> Jordan Silver on the bus. The thing is, Chris, I would ask if you were to wear, if you would wear shorts and a hoodie tomorrow, but then, like, I'd feel dumb if I'm the only one wearing shorts and a hoodie and I go out someplace other than here, like the grocery store. Yeah, it's a very, I don't want to say immature feeling, but it doesn't make you feel like an adult when you're wearing like that. Yes! That's exactly it! Do you know why? Why? I'm going to explain this to you. Because only a child would dress themselves in a hoodie and shorts. Because it doesn't make sense. Listen, all of my avatars that I've ever made have always been in shorts and a hoodie. Always. They run around these little video games. Oh, my God. You know, stabbing people and stuff. (laughs) What? Well, I guess if you're going to go murdering, that is the ideal uniform. You're right. Shorts and a hoodie. Shorts and a hoodie. So look out for anybody wearing shorts and a hoodie. And no socks. Well, yeah, of course, though. Ew, ew. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, also, Buzz Family texted in, have you encouraged everyone to vote today? Yes, we have. Check. That is important, too. It's also important. Do you want to wear shorts and a hoodie tomorrow? Tomorrow? Um, I'm hesitant only because we get here so early and it's going to be quite chilly. Yeah. And we leave at 9, 10-ish when it's still kind of chilly. Mm-hmm. So but. it's more hoodie weather than shorts weather? Got it. All aboard the TMI train. This is Never Have I Ever. Yes, this is where we really dig deep into our pasts and psyches and souls and really expose ourselves for your listening pleasure, Buzz family. All the crazy weird stories somehow have something to do with a card here. Never Have I Ever. And uh, let's start now. Who wants to go first? Jordan. Okay. <clears throat> Never have I ever sent someone a creepy DM. Never have I ever sent someone a creepy DM. Stace, who did you send? Uh, it's usually bands. Right. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, what's that band that has I am blocked? Dynamite. Um, mm-hmm. Are there more? Probably. I feel you. Yeah. I um. Chris has not sent somebody a little. Um, no. I sent... Catherine Langford, who is the, the the girl who played Hannah Baker on 13 Reasons Why. Uh-oh. She was in Los Angeles and said something about Marilyn Monroe and uh, wanting to know about her life in Los Angeles. And I know that kind of stuff. So I totally creepy DM'd Catherine Langford from 13 Reasons Why and was like, hey, I can totally give you a tour. Just DM me back. And she did, right? Of course she didn't. Yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, Shut up. Next. Never have I ever figured out my number one rule for life. Number one rule for life. All right. Looks like all three of us have. Chris, Mm -hmm. what's yours? Negating the love all others, it's don't trust the fart. Because you never know when it might not be. That's your number one rule for life. You have a child. You're married. Your number one rule for life is don't trust a fart. That's what was passed on to me by older, wiser generations. Were they the ones that also had to play that pull my finger game, too? Possibly. Okay. I mean, that's solid advice. Right? 
Because you never know when you Out might... of everything... It's practical. Out of all advice on earth, like you said, treat people the way you want to be treated. Um, well, that's standard advice that people know. But this is something, as you grow older, you can no longer trust when you feel that pressure against your sphincter. Wow. I would say that my number one rule in life is if it's too good of a deal, there's something wrong. There's that's never good. a good deal. There's never a good deal. Ever. Ever. Now I'm thinking about a car that I had once. All right, Stace. Yikes. Um, never have I ever used a fake name. Yes. All three of us have stays. I use a fake name whenever I can. Absolutely. Like, when you go to, I don't know, you go somewhere and they have, a, there's a table at, like, T-Mobile, like, like T-Mobile, okay, for example, and they have free stuff to give away, and they want you to sign up for something. Mm-hmm. I just use all kinds of fake stuff. I have never once given my real name to any of those things. Oh. Wow. So I then just, when they're like, Beyonce, Beyonce, you just want this. <laughs> Beyonce. And you're just like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's Beyonce here? <laughs> it's you, girl. It's you. Never have I ever had something pierced and then took it out. Oh. Absolutely. Stacy and I have. Chris has not. Stacey, what'd you have pierced? My snake bites. Ugh. I know, because I know what you had, Pierce. <laughs> Everything. So I had my hands pierced. Oh, God. The webs between my thumb and my first finger, I had those pierced. I had the back of my neck pierced. Ugh. I had my septum done. Your eyebrow. My eyebrows. I had, yeah, the bridge in the middle. Ugh. These pictures don't exist. God. There's like one picture of me from back in the day floating around North Carolina, and I'm going to find that photo, mm. and I'm going to rip it up. Did you ever have your dimples pierced? No. That oh. was crazy. Oh. That was crazy. You said the snake bite, Stacey? Yeah. Where, what, where are those? What are those? Those are lips. your lips right oh. here. <laughs> That's hilarious. Really? I like how I'm... She had her webbed <laughs> I know. finger. <laughs> yeah. All aboard the TMI train. This is Never Have I Ever. From the last round, one of the questions was, never have I ever sent someone a creepy DM. And a member of the Buzz family said, I sent Laszlo a creepy DM over a year ago. He still hasn't responded yet. Mm. Oh. Uh, we've sent him some really important emails that he hasn't responded to. So uh, I'm sorry. Well, hopefully you're not embarrassed about that now. All right. Chris, is your turn? Yes. Okay. Never have I ever wished I saw a band live that I can't anymore. Of course. All three of us have. Chris, what's your band? Prince. That's He's a good one. Dead. Prince oh. looked at you once. He did. I locked eyes with him. Tell us that story. I was in, a, it was March 2010, and I was outside the lounge in Minneapolis. A white 1987 Lincoln limo pulls up. The door opens. About seven beautiful women walk out. And then a short man gets out, buttons his jacket. Looks over at me. We lock eyes. He gives me a little smirk and then walks into the club. Oh, my life was complete that day. Wow. Everybody loves him. Men that would never, ever, ever be attracted to a man have told me, Prince, that's the one. That's it. That's the one. Now it's Harry Styles. But mm. All right, Stace, what's your card? Never have I ever returned a gift for the money. Y'all three of us have. Yeah, Stace. So, my grandma, when she was alive... Oh, damn. This is how that story starts? (laughs) Gave me a really sweet 
ballerina music box thing. Mm. Uh, Totally not what I wanted for Christmas, so I returned it and um, bought some speakers. (laughs) Much more happy with my purchase. I feel you. I feel you on that. She, uh, She came over a couple months later and was like, oh, where's your music box? Did you put it up? I said, I put it to where or I put it in the closet so it wouldn't get knocked over or anything. It means so much to me that I didn't want it to get broken or anything. My grandmother, I have one that's alive, which is weird because I don't ever talk about her because we don't talk because she is like the queen of manipulation. Mm. She's just like the biggest problem. And when we go see her, she's always crazy and making up all these lies and stuff. One time she tried to say that uh, ISIS calls her every morning. I'm like, yeah, why would they call you? Why would they call you in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania? Anyway, one time she was trying to make me feel really bad. And she said that she went to France and got this music box for me. And I was just like, cool, thanks so much. But she spent so much time talking about how she got it from France. I got this from France for you because you're my favorite granddaughter and blah, 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 blah. I take it back to the hotel, flip it around. It had a TJ Maxx sticker on it. Yes! All aboard the TMI train. This is Never Have I Ever. Never Have I Ever known someone who still doesn't have the internet at home. Yes. I have an aunt. You don't, Chris? Well, similar. Like, she has the internet, but she just got email this year. Mm, now, this is, like, no connection to the internet. No? No, Stacey? No. Yeah, who doesn't have the internet at this point? Well, my aunt. Your aunt. Yes, that's it. All right, what's up, Chris? Never have I ever had someone make my life hell. Yes. Yes. Okay, all three of us have had somebody make our lives hell. Chris? I had a roommate who's my former best friend and also best friend now. I would use her laundry detergent for a thing, and her mother would call me and tell her to please refund my roommate the 25 cents that I used for the washing machine. Every <sighs> little thing like that. If I used to milk, I needed to refund milk for my cereal bowl in the morning. <laughs> but her mom... Her mother was the one that would initiate all this. I tried to cut the cord on that one, but she had to move out because she was up. That's along the same lines as your most important piece of life advice is don't trust a fart. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Same guy. Same person. All right, Stace. Never have I ever found a job you wouldn't do for a million dollars. I actually had this job. (laughs) What is this job, Stace, (laughs) that you wouldn't do for a million dollars? I somehow landed a job selling venue space for weddings. Never again. I would not, if I were guaranteed a million dollars per sale, still wouldn't do it. Really? How old were you when this was your job? Right out of high, no, college. Wow. Did you feel feel responsible? Like this was a responsible person job? Um, Yeah. I also felt who in the hell thought I would be a good fit to do this. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> uh, job that I wouldn't do for a million dollars. Anything include anything in sanitary cleaning. You wouldn't be a trash person no. for a million dollars a year? No. Jordan. 
Not that I don't, not that I think that it's like a low class job. I just, I couldn't. I can't. You're literally pressing like a lever to pick the garbage and put it in the thing, machine, and then you can wash it, crush it up. That's one of my favorite things to do when the trash man goes by. Well, now you have a second job <laughs> that you're interested in, but no. Mm. Um, never have I ever decided how much my pet is worth. Yes. Priceless, obviously. Are you serious? This is like the biggest problem when you go to vets and they're like, okay, it's going to be $2,000 to fix your pet. And then you're like, ah, shoot. Because they won't do anything until you pay, until that credit card transaction goes through. They even have credit cards at vet places. And if you're approved, then they can help you. But they your pet's just sitting there on the table like... It's only a couple hundred for euthanizing them. Oh, my God. You need to go down that route. I have a, a little bank account for, for my cat. It's Uh-oh. a little health account. I put into Uh-oh. it every single paycheck. <laughs> Do you match Blanche's contributions? Blanche doesn't make any contributions, <laughs> unfortunately, because he's a cat. But, uh, but a lot of bad things could happen to him, and he's covered. And That's I never sweet. dip into that either. You know, we don't have kids. We don't have to put together a fund for kids, so that makes sense. That's cute. I mean, I have nieces, but I don't put anything together for them. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. It is an important election day today. Chris, tell everyone all about it. Tell the Buzz fam. It is. It is the presidential preference primary. We are voting to tell them who we would like our preferred presidential candidate to be. And polling stations will be open until 7 p.m. All right. And if, if you're in line and the polls close, you are still allowed to vote. Perfect. Perfect for the presidential primary preference primary. Pre- so many P's. Yes. So many P's. <laughs> uh, what else is going on uh, in this? We've got a new list, Buzz family, of the happiest cities in the country based on 30 key indicators of happiness, such as uh, depression rate, income growth, and average leisure time spent per day. Does it also put into factor if your team won the S Bowl? It doesn't. Oh. But uh, the number one on the list is Fremont, California. They didn't win the S Bowl. No. Oh. Uh, Fargo got number 12. Uh-huh. But uh, Overland Park, number 15. Ooh, Overland Park is up there. Yeah. Stacy is rolling her eyes in the back of her head. Ew. Uh, we Even though we were number 15 on that list... We did make number one on a sub-list that they have. <laughs> Overland Park topped the list for highest level of adequate sleep. What are they doing over there? <laughs> there is a list for everything, <laughs> and good for them. Sleep is important. Mm-hmm. All right, what else is going on in the news? You're going to have to find another place for a cheap date in the near future. If you can even get a date, but... <laughs> because the free samples at Costco has been suspended <gasps> over the coronavirus fears. Who takes someone to to Costco to eat free samples as a date? Why are you guys looking at me like that? Maybe this is why you're single. You're taking them to the wrong places. Yeah, like a steakhouse or something. Not. Wow. All right. I just have to be a worse human being. Got it. <laughs> Got it. That's my problem. You want to respect someone. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> yeah, that's your problem. Uh, the men's <laughs> Big 12 tournament is being held in Kansas City this weekend. So, oh, like, no. Grand, Truman, Walnut, mm. Maine, mm. near the Sprint Center are pretty much all going to be closed. And there's a 5K that day near uh, the 18th and the Crossroads District. 
So it's just going to be a mess of closed roads this weekend. All right. Can I sleep at your house? Sure. Okay. Do I get nice sheets or the crappy ones? No, we've got the nice 1800-counting Egyptian content for oh, you. Oh, that's better than what I got in my own bed. Catch Jordan Silver and friends from 6 to 9 on the bus. Oh, I thought that I was going to get away from this trend, and I didn't have to take part in it at all. What trend are you talking about? TikTok. The app? Yeah. For uh, children? Well, people have been texting in. I don't... Th- it came out when it came out, and I was able to avoid it then. Mm-hmm. And then there were people that I know that started making their own. I was able to avoid it then, but I don't know why. It's like a tale of some dragon just whipping me in the face going, Download TikTok! Download TikTok! You need to know. You need to know what's going on in this video sharing app. I So the Chinese are stealing our secrets. <laughs> people don't make videos with secrets on TikTok like a video the last one i saw was a video of someone who put uh tinfoil on their counter so that when their cat jumps on the counter it jumps right off that's the kind of stuff on tiktok that's what you want to be a part of uh, or you don't want to be a part of are you going to get tiktok well here's the thing when you when it comes up so many times in life you got to pay attention to that stuff especially if you're doing a radio show mm-hmm. for the greater area <sighs> what you, have you been on TikTok? I have a TikTok. You have a TikTok? Yeah. And? It's just got a few piano videos that I tried to play. I uploaded like seven of them. And then I was like, I don't have time for this. Because you need to post like every day. So it's like Instagram. Basically. It's part of an algorithm. And if you take one day off, then you're shot back yeah. to the bottom of the algorithm. I feel like it's kind of like replacing Vine, maybe. Yeah, which doesn't exist anymore. Nope. Uh, you guys... Downloading it right now. No. Yes. My friend that I used to make videos with, I just I woke up this morning and I saw that she had a TikTok and uploaded the video on Instagram. And now I'm like, damn it. Now when people my age are doing it. When I joined, the only other people on were like 11-year-old girls. So it made me feel really creepy. So that's why I had to quit. That's my demographic. Oh. <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. How long is that Haley Williams song? Four minutes. Four minutes and two seconds. That's how long I had TikTok on my phone. It is deleted now. Good. I told did you you not, would. Did not need to see that. I can see how it's very addicting with that whole thing where the video starts and then the next one starts and the next one starts. And now you're interested because you want to know what's going on in this video. But I remember Dustin sent me a TikTok and he was like, I'm, I'm like peeing my pants laughing. And I just kept waiting for the joke. And then the video restarted. And I was like, what? Where is the funny in this? Ugh. It's the worst because it's just a scrolling cycle of death. It makes you hate people even more. Mm, or I, it makes me hate people even more. Yeah, I can totally see the hateful text coming in already <laughs> with what I'm about to say. But it's like everybody thinks that they're funny, entertaining, and interesting. Mm-hmm. And that is the place to do it. Because you, Stacey, were saying off air that the most popular people on this app don't do anything funny. No, they just make faces and do noises and that's it I just, and they're like millions of views i don't get it we just watched a video where somebody had a hundred dollar bill and asked about 10 people to jump in the pool for a hundred dollar bill and that had like eight million views why i don't know oh god okay all right well i'm glad that i did this with you guys here and now we can have now that's over is it over with now yeah no more tiktok stream jordan silver and friends six to nine on the radio.com 
my God. And there's still so much left. I know. We always put our headphones on, Buzz Fam. Like, one minute left with that song. Mm-hmm. Because, listen, it's still going. It's still going. <laughs> what a great outro. But uh goes on for so long. Still going on. Still going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the end of it. Okay. So, I found a list of famous people and their very first jobs. And this is very interesting what people did before they became the people that basically own the world right now. Mm-hmm. I feel it kind of kind of tells you a little bit about who they are, what their first job was. Sure, or who was hiring when they were young. <laughs> what job <sighs> openings right, were available? Yeah, for real. I wasn't I wasn't being vetted by every single business in my hometown. Um, my first job, though, I got super lucky. I got to work at a little mom-and-pop guitar shop. Ooh, what did you do there? Job. Um, sold stuff. Sold stuff. Tried to... One time I tried to restring an acoustic guitar, and I didn't know how, and I used pliers on a very, very expensive guitar to Ooh. pull the little pegs out yeah, that the strings went to. Ooh, got in trouble for that. What was your first job, Stace? I worked at a grocery store down in Peculiar. Doing? I was a cashier, and then I bagged, then I stocked. I pretty much did everything. Got it. Chris? I was a busboy at a fine dining restaurant. Hmm. Was it fun? Uh, Not until the end of the night, and people were leaving, and I could go get a Coke from the bar, and the waitresses would give me... They're eight dollars in tips. Oh yeah, I was a bar minimum. I was a bar back once. That's all we got too. You work Mm -hmm. all day. You take all the gross stuff. You put it in the cleaner. You bring it out to someone. You restock it. You make eight dollars. Yep. In tips. I had a job where I had to tip out the food runner, the bussers, the hostess. I absolutely hated it. I hated giving them money. You had to tip people that weren't the servers. Yeah, because they help with what she's yeah. doing. Like okay. the, bu- the bus person, or the, the host, like gets them to sit down. I know. I. It works that way for a certain reason. I don't know why. I couldn't do a job like that. It's based on tips. I would do awful, awful. Um, but what was what was like the worst part of your first job, Stace? Uh, people. <laughs> people. Yeah, people, because I was 16 when I started working there, Mm -hmm. and if I didn't know the answer, people would be like, oh, you're such a dumb kid. Or like, I would try to help them, they're like, no, you don't know what you're doing, and it's like, okay, fine. Find the cheese on your own, dick. Where's the cheese? (laughs) (laughs) And coming up, we're going to talk about famous people's first jobs. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. We're talking about famous people's first jobs, which uh, Bloomberg.com put together a list of this. And uh, it kind of, pr- these are these are huge people. Jeff Bezos, Ellen DeGeneres, Barack Obama, Oprah Winfrey, Warren Buffett. like Big names. Very big names. And uh, started from the bottom, just mm-hmm. like that Drake song. Mm. Started from the bottom, now they're the head of Amazon. Started from the bottom, now they're Ellen. Uh, Jeff Bezos' first job was working the grill at McDonald's. So that's really start from the bottom and then going all the way up. Wow. Impressive. Mike Bloomberg was a parking lot attendant. Ellen DeGeneres Mm. shucked oysters in New Orleans. Wow. An oyster shucker. Barack Obama scooped ice cream at Baskin Robbins. That doesn't sound that hard. That sounds great. (laughs) 
Oprah worked at a corner grocery store in Nashville. Look, you have something in common with Oprah, Stace. Gross. Warren Buffett was a paper boy. Madeleine Albright sold bras at a Denver department store. I'm surprised that isn't something that you've done, Chris. <laughs> Sell bras? Yes. You're, I, can, I can see that. You've got such a unique story of your life. Correct, but as I come up to women and be like, hey, 32A or 44D, can I please fit you for a bra? Why did you look at me when you said 44D? <laughs> Why did you look at me when you said A? <laughs> Hillary Clinton supervised activities at a park in uh, suburban Chicago. That sounds kind of like starting from the beginning. Right, <laughs> Same yeah. path. Mark Cuban went door-to-door selling garbage bags, according to Bloomberg.com, his first job. I feel like I've heard that. Every single time he opens his mouth at, during Shark Tank, just always, when I was selling garbage bags. Like the big yellow ones? All I have in this sentence is Mark Cuban went door to door selling garbage bags. You could go online and figure that out instead of asking a question that. And Pope Francis was a bouncer at a bar. No. No, he wasn't. Pope Francis was a bouncer. At a bar. The future head of the Catholic Church. Yeah, what did you think that he was just... Bounced people? Yes. Did you think that he was just floating somewhere until (laughs) they decided to make him the Pope? I don't know. I thought he was maybe flipping tables in churches during his childhood, not bouncing people at bars. No, he was bending IDs and being like, you do not look old enough to be here. And honestly, if if God is talking through him, he would really know if you had a fake ID or not too, right? Oh, maybe that was his (laughs) trick. He didn't even need to bend them. Yeah. He didn't like, even need to look at them. Yep. You, I was about to ask, I was about to say that he also knows if you've been a good or bad. Is what you're gonna get from I know, I know. Pope Francis was a bouncer at a bar. That was his first job. What do you think his drink was? You know, his shift drink at wine. the end. <laughs> wine? Blood. I've always wanted to make a wine called Blood of Christ, but you cannot do that, by the way. Why? Why not? Because you cannot take that name as a wine. You can't. I tried. Can you do the blood of Chris? Yes. Hashtag Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. That's crazy. Holy crap. So we're sitting here at BuzzFam talking about what we're going to do tomorrow for Mortified, and Stacy found an old Facebook interview. Yeah, 100 Things to Keep Me Busy at 2.30 a.m. is what it's titled. Oh. Okay. and uh, But you filled it out. I did. And uh, on March 12th. 2009. That's, That's crazy. to the day. Yeah. <laughs> it would be if we didn't have a leap year, right? That's true. Oh <gasps> Damn leap So we have to do that for Mortified tomorrow. Okay. So we're getting into Stacey Moody's 100 things that keep her awake in 2009. You were about 21 years old? 21, yeah. Wow. Okay. We're going to get into that. Also, we have an interview tomorrow. Yeah. Can I perform the interview? Um, yes. <laughs> I want to... Uh, ask questions that this person has never heard an interviewer ask them. Because I don't want them to be like, oh, it's the same old radio station asking the same old questions. So it's it's, it's going to be a little little bit of me in there. All right. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> it's either going to go really well or you're going to creep them out. Oh, I'm I'm hoping if I don't make them go like... Where did you get that information? At least once, I'll have failed. Okay, cool. Because I have been talking with this artist. It's Little Hurt. Um, and I I told them that you were going to do the interviews to yeah. be prepared for whatever. Can and you give he's me down. his mother's n- number? Um, I actually have his personal phone number, too. But no, I will not. <laughs> so you, 
Stacy's done a couple interviews here. I've done a couple interviews, and you haven't yet, Chris. No. And so, I mean, the song is great, and uh, the artist is great, and I saw it coming up on the calendar. I was like, oh, let's see if see what Chris does. I would like to know what the hell you would do if you were in a professional setting with a musical artist and you had to interview them. This interview is going to be legendary, is all I can say. I moved, his, I moved his uh, empathy test to next week. <laughs> I wanted to like go over you psychologically and your inflated sense of self. Mm. Maybe I'll be working on that during your interview, but that's all coming up tomorrow. Uh, Stacey, I'm really excited about your... You're mortified. Uh, yeah. I, I totally forgot that this existed. And now that I think about it, it actually has a lot deeper meaning than just a thing I filled out. Mm. Oh. We got a lot to talk about tomorrow. Oh my God. We had 24 hours to wait? Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 